My name is Jeffrey Burke, and I'm a 40-year veteran of the natural products industry. I'm a naturopathic practitioner, a master herbalist, and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My shows air Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. here on 1230 a.m. I bring you relevant topics that we all need to know about and the best guests in the industry who bring the newest up-to-date information to my show. All of the shows stream live every day from 8 to 9 a.m. And for those of you who cannot listen live, you can listen to my podcast at stayhealthylasvegas.com and download the shows on demand. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the corner of Rancho and Charleston in the Smith's Plaza. Visit them and see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. They offer exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Good morning. I hope you're having a great day. I hope everything is going well for you. And I hope that your journey toward the best health ever is going successfully. You know, it's quite interesting. Every time we decide that we want to start getting healthy, being healthy, and staying healthy, we realize that there's, you know, work involved. Is it worth it? Always. Is it difficult? Most likely. Is it kind of annoying starting to get healthy? Of course it is. But ultimately, one of the best things we can do is start thinking about ourselves long before we have a lot of problems going on, you know, that preventive mode. And I think for many of us, we we just don't know exactly how to get started. And I think that's what causes us to keep jamming this on the back burner of the stove, you know, because we don't know how to get going. And then before you know it, it's a week later, a month later, a year later, a decade later, and you're still not focusing on yourself. It's not a good thing. One of the things we need to remember is that when you do start getting healthy, you need to make sure that you're reaching out for the best, most up-to-date, valid, relevant information available so that you don't spin your wheels and waste your money and waste your time and waste the health of your body just by doing something that you heard was fantastic or that somebody else is doing. Because remember a couple things. Number one, we're all different. We can all meet at the finish line, but we may need to follow a different kind of protocol, and that's okay. Remember to take the time to think about your health and well-being and, and put yourself into that priority position and always ask questions. I bring you the best guests in the industry, the movers, the shakers, the formulators, the educators, the company founders, the people that are crucial to this industry being where it is today. And because of that, you get this handful of awesome information. I mean, what you do with it is up to you. But if you're smart, You'll take the time to take all of that amazing, amazing information and you will utilize it and then formulate your own path or journey. But if you're doing it on your own, there's a good chance you're eeny, meeny, mighty mowing it or you're just guessing or sometimes we have the mentality that just doing something is better than nothing. It's not. Do it with a purpose and always reach out for people that have information that we can use to be more successful on our journey. Stay Healthy Health Food Store is the place I send you because it doesn't make any sense to not talk about them because they are an industry leader. They're in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley and they are Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer. 
they're available to make sure that you have what you need to get the job done effectively. The most knowledgeable staff, the best customer service, relevant, updated, educated, and informed people to work with, with great passion. They're a fully packed, full service store with only the best of the best in every category, so you're not gonna make a mistake. And when you have guidance and the, you have the chance for conversations and dialogue and getting your questions answered and disarming and retraining all the misinformation we picked up along the way, how could you be anything else but successful? Stay Healthy Health Food Store, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center, northwest corner of Rancho in Charleston, right next to Smith's. Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, closed on Sunday are their hours for mail order services or maybe just to get everything together so you can swoop in and pick it up and be on your way on those busy days. 877-2494 is their phone number, 877-2494. And remember, their newly revamped webpage, they want to partner up with you. What does that mean? Well, easy. All you got to do is enter your email address. You'll start getting alerts to specials and promotions and great coupons that you can print right at your computer and use on your next visit as soon as today. StayHealthyLasVegas.com is the webpage. StayHealthyLasVegas.com. Today we're going to be talking about nitric oxide. A lot of information out there. A lot of it has to do, kind of focuses more on men, but nitric oxide is something that I think we all need to learn about. And I think once we know a little bit more, we probably are going to think about the validity as well as the quality and the information that we need is going to be talked about today on the show with my very good friend, Neil Levin. Now, if any of you have a history of listening to me for a long period of time, you know that Neil is one of my favorites. He brings awesome information. He is well-informed, educated, respected. He has made his place in this industry by being, you know, attention to detail oriented, if you will. And he has brought so much amazing change to this industry that I feel blessed that we get to have him here every month. If it's your first time tuning in, let me give you a little bit of background. Neil is the Senior Nutrition Education Manager and Product Formulator for Natural Product Manufacturer Now Foods, a board-certified clinical nutritionist who managed health food stores and cooperatives for decades. Neil is an international lecturer, award-winning industry champion, co-founder, and longtime officer of the American Nutrition Association. Uh, director of the Mid-American Health Organization, MAHO, the Midwestern Regional Trade Organization, and the National Clinical Nutrition Certification Board, and former technical advisor to the Non-GMO Project. So you can see the accolades are there, as well as all the knowledge. But then you add his own passion and his own quest for information, and that's why you have such a, a great combination of everything all in one person. I'm so glad to have him here. Let me help. Let me welcome my guest to the show. Hey, Neil, how are you? I'm doing well. Nice to be with you again, my friend. It's so great to have you here today. How's everything in your world? Oh, pretty good. Actually, we're going to the American Nutrition Association conference next week uh, mm -hmm. in San Diego. So there's going to be a big uh, meeting there and some other things going on. So looking forward to seeing a bunch of uh, old colleagues and stuff that I've known for a long time. That's wonderful. It's 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 kind of nice to be reestablishing uh, visibly visibly and in person our longtime friendships. It's uh, I've been lucky to bump into you a few times along the way, and it's always a pleasure. You know, because you know the last couple of years I've spent 
most of my time talking to my peeps, either through webinars or through radio shows. And the availability of being able to see them in person is uh, is always a pleasure, you know. So, you know, we all have such a great interest and passion in this industry. But, you know, part of it is, you know, being able to stay in touch with our friends. And it's nice that that's kind of a... Uh, coming back to an Abbey normal, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I actually had a nice visit with Marge at the store uh, there in Las Vegas at the end of August when I was there for that trade show. I, I saw you there briefly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was nice catching up with her, too. Well, you know, we this is an interesting industry. It's one of the ones that, you know, I literally got into the industry because I had a little bit of interest in the very beginning in 1980. and um, But I had no idea that I would just fall so in love with this industry and you know and now all my friends are retiring neil and they're all just re- and they're like what about you and i'm like no way i said i love what i do too much and i i'd be afraid that i would miss something new coming about so uh i'm going to be hanging out for quite a while so <laughs> it's a good thing we're not um, the shy and retiring types no we are not and, and i'm okay with that <laughs> <laughs> So today we're going to talk about nitric oxide. There's information on nitric oxide everywhere. You see a lot of advertisements. I think people are still confused as to exactly what nitric oxide is. And I'm hoping today we can bring some clarity, uh, some information, and also let people know that nitric oxide is very important. And it's not just a guy thing. Nitric oxide is important in general. So wherever you would like to start, I'm perfectly happy to go there. Okay. Uh, nitric oxide is, is not, not to be confused with nitrous oxide, which is laughing gas. This is mm-hmm. you know, a similar compound, but different. Uh, nitric oxide is a compound produced in the body as a gas, by the way, that causes blood vessels to widen, to dilate, and stimulates the release of certain hormones, including insulin and human growth hormone. So when you take a supplement that has uh, purported relationship to nitric oxide, you're not taking nitric oxide itself. You're taking precursors, which are primarily amino acids. Uh, the main two are arginine. L-arginine is an amino acid that releases nitric oxide in the endothelial layer of, of the body. Like, for example, the uh, lining of the arteries, the inner, inner lining of the arteries. Uh, you're actually producing nitric oxide because remember how the heart pumps and uh, you know every second or so and there's a pump that sends a pulse of blood into the arteries. Those arteries need to be flexible and expand slightly to let that blood flow in without increasing blood pressure. And if the arteries get stiff, it doesn't happen. And you end up with higher blood pressure as a result, because the arteries are not flexible enough to expand with every pump of the heart. So that's one reason why nitric oxide is so important. Uh, it, it's, it's important enough, by the way, that there have been three Nobel Prizes awarded for research into nitric oxide. So we're not talking about uh, peripheral science. We're talking about mainstream science, well-recognized, well-respected and with a role in not, not only uh, controlling blood pressure, a normal part of the body's way to do that, but also uh, insulin and then blood sugar control, human growth hormone, which affects, as, as adults, uh, 
will affect the uh, ability to maintain uh, muscle mass and, and strength and things like that. So, you know, a lot of athletes, for example, are, are going to take human growth hormone precursors or nitric oxide precursors in order to uh, bulk up and maintain what they've built. So, you know, this is an important thing, uh, obviously. The two most common nitric oxide supplements are the amino acids arginine and citrulline. Arginine you normally get from proteins. You get it in whey protein. You get it in red meat, poultry, fish. Uh, most of the supplements on the market are going to be uh, uh, actually fermented or you know, as, as a way to make it. So uh, you'll see most arginine supplements as well as citrulline supplements being marked as vegetarian vegan friendly. Uh, it, arginine can be extracted from other things, so it's not always vegetarian. Citrulline pretty much is going to be a vegetarian supplement for those who are uh, thinking about that. Uh, we normally consume about 5 grams of L-arginine a day, and a, a certain amount of that is converted into nitric oxide for these body functions. Uh, relaxing and widening blood vessels is one Thing that it does. Uh, some medications actually use the nitric oxide pathway to promote blood vessel widening and even improve blood flow to the penis, which is uh, useful at times. And but uh, you know what we mostly see is uh, use in the body to improve sports performance, promote healing, enhance cardiovascular health, as well as other benefits. Now, I, I want to mention that now has provided at no charge the uh, arginine and citrulline supplements used in research at Florida State University in published studies without influencing the design of the studies, by the way, but donating the materials and giving them the documentation on the uh, specifications and testing of the materials so they know the quality of the materials which is an important variable in studies. And they have researched arginine and citrulline uh, using our product and shown some interesting benefits. Hmm. Let me ask you a question. Somebody just chimed in and they said, my doctor said that I need to do something to increase my nitric oxide. I'm a 48-year-old woman. I don't really know why. He didn't explain, but this is quite interesting that you're talking about it today. Hmm. Yeah, and there's there's typically four supplements that are used to increase nitric oxide. Uh, the t two of them are the amino acids arginine and citrulline, and we could talk about that research if you want to get into that. Uh, mm -hmm. Another one is pycnogenol, a pine bark extract from French pine trees that are you know typically around 60 years old when they harvest them and and, and take the bark off and they ex make an extraction from it, so it's a proprietary pine bark extract. There have been over 200 published studies on pycnogenol, and uh, some of those are cardiovascular-related, including increasing the nitric oxide. I actually take pycnogenol myself, uh, take 100 milligrams a day, and uh, we're actually working on a stronger version of that uh, a lot of the studies use 150, 160 milligrams a day. So we're looking at a, a higher strength one to match a one a day for the study. And the fourth 
nutrient that's often used is beetroot, red beets. And uh, by the way, red beets are not the ones that are genetically modified. That's the sugar beets. So, you know, the regular red beets are not uh, really a big risk for GMOs. But uh, red beets, and uh, I enjoyed some pickled beets my wife made last night in my salad for dinner. Uh, red beets are also a source of the body making nitric oxide because it ta- contains nitrogen compounds. And uh, now it actually offers beetroot uh, products. It's not an extract, it's just dried beetroot. And we don't spike it with other nitrogen compounds, with synthetic nitrogen compounds, which most companies selling beetroot-based nitric oxide supplements are add other nitrates to it, uh, which is a concern to us. We want the most natural way to do that. Let me let me ask you a question. Um, if someone is exercising, is supplementing nitric oxide effective and if someone is not exercising of course there's benefits to nitric oxide as well i don't i really don't want to pigeonhole and put everybody into a box saying that you have to be doing this because i seriously do think that nitric oxide is crossing a lot of the lifestyle barriers and affecting people both sexes different ages different lifestyles would that be true uh yes and it there's something really interesting in that regard by the way Okay. The nitric oxide supplements have a bigger benefit for people just starting to exercise than to people who are very experienced athletes. They, they will notice the nitric oxide supplement a lot more, and there will be a lot more benefit for beginning new amateur athletes rather than people who are regularly exercising uh, heavily, uh, which, which is interesting. The... Uh, and the benefits tend to be more for the novice exercisers, the, the people who are uh, overweight and trying to get started and things like that. So it actually helps with exercise tolerance. It enhances muscle recovery. Uh, the optimal time to take it is two to three hours before exercise uh, for the beetroot. And you could do it a little closer to the exercise for arginine or citrulline. I actually take uh, citrulline normally for uh, keeping my blood pressure in a normal range. I'm, I'm trying to maintain a healthy blood pressure. I've had some spikes in it over the years and, and using strategies. So I'm taking pycnogenol. I'm taking uh, citrulline. And what, what, another interesting thing from the uh, Florida State University is that citrulline actually works better than arginine at maintaining levels of arginine in the body, and arginine is the precursor of nitric oxide. So they've studied both arginine using our material and citrulline using our material, and they've found in comparison citrulline works better. Uh, arginine has a very short half-life and a, a short spike, So, you, but if you're trying to maintain arginine levels throughout the day to keep your nitric oxide levels steady, you actually do better by taking uh, citrulline or a combination, which we also make, arginine with citrulline. That combination actually can increase nitric oxide by an estimated 40% in the body. Is there is there a conversion between arginine and citrulline or citrulline and arginine that people should know about? Uh, they are related 
Citrulline works by converting slowly into arginine and mm -hmm. also helping to recycle arginine. So that's what that's the reason why you're maintaining higher levels because the body downregulates arginine pretty quickly, and citrulline not so much. So cit citrulline maintains arginine levels better, maintains nitric oxide levels better. Uh, the combination works fine uh, for people who are working out. That's a good idea because you get the quick spike from the arginine, you get the longer-lasting spike from the citrulline, one-two punch. Okay, I see. Um, someone just chimed in and she says, my husband's been using the um, nitric oxide enhancer with his exercise and it's done really well. I had a heart attack last year and my cardiovascular surgeon and cardiologist told me that I should consider taking nitric oxide. I didn't. Should I? <laughs> well, I mean, taking nitric oxide is primarily going to be achieved through, through medication, which is fine if you want to work with your doctor and do that. Uh, in terms of taking the precursors, mm -hmm. which is, you know, is really how the body makes it naturally, uh, taking the arginine, citrulline, pycnogenol, uh, or beetroot. Uh, you know, it's fine to eat beetroots, you know, just cooked beets or pickled beets. It, you know, it doesn't have to be a powder in a in a bottle or or a capsule. You know, we do offer those for people who want those. But you know, I, I my wife grows organic beets, uh, pickles them, we cook them fresh in season. You know, I I think they're delicious and uh, just eat them anyway. So you know, there's different ways to get these, but. You know, making sure you have enough nitric oxide, it, it, it relaxes the smooth muscles lining the arteries as well as the muscles, the other muscles in the body. It, it helps with muscle oxygenization. It helps with the flow of blood. It helps with uh, keeping blood pressure within the healthy normal range by allowing the blood vessels to naturally dilate with every pulse of the, of the heart, sending more blood in there. Uh, you know, you don't want it to be constricted because that's when the blood pressure goes up, you know, obviously. So uh, the body has a way of doing that, and by taking nitric oxide precursors, you are simply giving the body what it needs to operate normally and healthily. So as far as the information working between the medical establishment, things like the FDA and things like that. Um, how are they as far as nitric oxide as a supplement? I mean, what what is their feedback and take on it? You know, maybe their viewpoint. Well, uh, supplements are not regulated as drugs in the United States. They're regulated as a special food category. Mm -hmm. So, you're, you're not seeing the FDA really weighing in unless, you're unless they're seeing drug claims. Uh, herbal Viagra would be a, a drug claim, you know, for example, uh, which you'll see on some products, and the FDA likes to go after those products when they catch them. Uh, not that these products are necessarily unhealthy, but if the company's not following regulatory requirements in terms of label claims, they might not be following regulatory requirements in terms of good manufacturing practices, uh, testing, et cetera. So compliant companies tend to be compliant in all areas, 
non-compliant companies tend to be non-compliant in all areas in the same way. So you know, that's a good reason to go to Dow or other reputable companies such as they would have at, at staying healthy uh, that would allow us to uh, you know, get products that we can trust. Now, you know, as I said, the, the research on nitric oxide is pretty mainstream. And, it, it, you know, if, if you go to uh, sources online and, and look at uh, reputable sources, Medical News Today, for example, uh, they talk about nitric oxide supplements and how they work in the body and research benefits, etc., cetera, uh, without necessarily a lot of slant, you know, Obviously, a lot of uh, medical doctors are not well-trained in supplements. They hear a lot of this propaganda saying supplements are not drugs, so they can't be trusted, and they're not approved by the FDA, uh, even though we have to use FDA-approved ingredients in our products and submit our claims to them. Uh, They still think it needs to go through a whole process, registration and FDA approval, which would... You know, I mean, it's a horrible idea because supplements are safer than foods in terms of allergies and uh, food poisoning and things like that, you know, cause thousands and thousands of deaths a year versus supplements, almost never a death every year. And uh, you're looking at, the, you know, the safety is implicit in foods in general if you don't have allergy and food poisoning issues. So there's no need to regulate them like drugs. And when they tried doing this in Canada, uh, the registration process had a delay because I was involved in some of this, uh, eight to ten months to get an answer from from the Health Canada for whether you could sell a product or not. And, you know, this is not conducive to any normal uh, marketing and, and commerce to have the government edit and approve things that are inherently safe. You know, it doesn't, it's putting this huge bottleneck and charging fees for it. It just seems counterintuitive when you know the inherent safety of dietary supplements. Hmm. Go after the bad actors. You know, they they can find the bad actors that are advertising on the Internet, hire some interns and go after them, you know. Well, let me ask you a question. Is, um, is the serving size of using or dosing of nitric oxide precursors, if you will, um, the same for everybody? Or is it something that you start out with and then you increase to find a comfortable level? Because, you know, people are not all the same size these days. People are different. And maybe lifestyles, activities could also influence the amount that you use. I mean, how do you know where to start? Well, the body normally gets about three grams of arginine from the diet, assuming you're eating a proper amount of protein. And, the, you know, I, I mean, protein you're going to get, uh, you know, you can get whey protein, you can get meat, things like that. The plant proteins, you, you know, you kind of have to compare the arginine levels to the arginine levels in uh, meats or other things, the general diet. Look at that three grams a day as a, a general principle of, of how much people should be consuming. But remember, people have been possibly being undernourishing their bodies in certain ways for a long time. 
uh, it's not unusual that uh, people are going to take higher levels. Uh, I've seen 5-gram dosing on, on some for that. Uh, I, I think what I normally tell people is start out slow, see how it affects you. If it says take 3 grams a day, start with half a gram, start with a gram. See how that affects you. Uh, now, if, if some, you know, if a doctor told you to do a certain thing, you know, obviously you want to do that, and you know you don't want to go against that. Uh, that's the other thing; these products can interact with medications designed to increase nitric oxide. So you have to use, let your doctor know what you're doing, and use some caution if you're on heart medications, for example and trying to add a nitric oxide supplement. You know, eating a, some beets or something once a week is not going to be a big issue, but if you start doing grams of nitric oxide-promoting products every day, that can have an interaction with certain heart medications or, or Viagra-type medications. Another question just came in. It says, you know, I have blood pressure and blood sugar issues that I have under control now. Um, my circulation is not as good as it should be. If I decide to try some of these nitric oxide precursors, of course, I'll let my physician know, does it negatively affect any of those situations or are there benefits? That's a good question. Well, nitric oxide has, and arginine itself has benefits for uh, insulin production and regulation, uh, as well as blood pressure regulation in the body. It's, it's part of the body's uh, method of using nutrients from the diet to achieve those ends. So the normal control of blood pressure and blood sugar is partially achieved with the use of nitric oxide producing materials such as arginine, citrulline. Hmm. Another question just came in. It says, is there an age cutoff for nitric oxide? My sons are athletes, they're 17. Uh, they're twins. They both do multiple sports. They hear from all their team members about nitric oxide precursors, but I've been very kind of tough on letting them use things until I think they're old enough. What do you think, What does your guest feel about this? Oh, well, looking at the research from Florida State University again, and they've done several studies on these amino acids, by the way. Uh, it's interesting to look them up. But uh, there tends to be less of a benefit for younger people unless they're obese and inactive, and greater benefit for older people. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, I, I think that we're we're learning that there's a lot of information out there that we're still probably adding into our regimens. You know, it was really funny. I, I have a friend that moves around a lot because he's in the military, and I used to always tell him I stopped writing his address in pen. I started writing it in pencil <laughs> because it was just easier scratching it out all the time. But I've actually started to apply the same principle to the regimen of supplements that I take. I stopped writing them in pen because with technology and my age changing and my lifestyle changing and uh, available nutrients and new technology, I mean, I end up a couple times a year sitting down and maybe revamping my regimen, keeping my foundation, but adding things that I might not have added before because maybe I didn't even know about it or maybe it wasn't necessary at that time. And I, I think sometimes keeping our mind open to new things that may be new to us, you know, is a pretty good thing because, you know, as we change, 
we may need to change our supplements. Yeah, I mean, as we age and grow and experience things and get new information about our bodies and what's happening with our health, sometimes you want to make some changes and try to do that. I have, I actually use spreadsheets to track my blood tests, and I get blood tests at least once a year. And I have tests going back about 20 years. And I don't, I don't think there's very many geeks like me that do that kind of thing. Uh, you can do that with supplements, too. Track them on a spreadsheet. Your doctor wants to know what you're taking. You print it out and give them a copy of the current one. You know, it, it makes it easier, especially when you have a long list. Some of them they recognize as medications. Uh, uh, they do recognize, uh, for example, vitamin D as a medication. If I tell them I'm taking vitamin D. And, and certain other nutrients are on that list. So uh, some of them, they have a corollary to uh, medications. Other ones, they just say, oh, he's taking these other stuff. You know, but they can plug it into their programs. You know, a lot of the doctors use these programs now where they add that stuff in. And, you know, it makes it a little easier if you have a, a spreadsheet or a handwritten sheet and pencil or, you know, whatever you're going to do. But when you start taking a lot of supplements, a handful at each meal like I do, it's easier to uh, track things on a spreadsheet, maybe. You know, I, I think the other thing that we have to remember um, is that this is something that, you know, obviously been being talked about for a long time. It seems like it was kind of pigeonholed into the men's kind of, um, you know, sexual libido, muscle kind of category. But boy, it's it's interesting how many different physicians that I see now are recommending nitric oxide precursors. And it's kind of nice that it's opened its doors and its wings a little bit. And people in many categories are starting to get, you know, feedback on it. So I think that's pretty cool. And I, I do like a variety of things to do that rather than relying on one thing. If you rely on arginine alone, again, you're getting a short-lived effect and you're not sustaining it. And, you know, if you're talking about exercise performance, maybe that's a good thing. Uh, if you're talking about uh, cardiovascular health, maybe that's not as good a thing. Uh, if you think about it, most cardio events, negative events, happen in the, in the morning hours. And that's, you know, the longest time from when you had a good dinner and got all those nutrients. Some people are going to take some of their supplements with dinner, and, you know, if the half-life of them is short, they're gone by 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock the next morning, uh, 6 a.m. the next morning, whatever. Uh, you know, people, you, you think that uh, in the morning after sleep, people would be less stressed and have a lower risk, but in the real world, that's not true. And some of that has to do with the decline of nutrients overnight that are being used up. I mean, there's a lot of uh, nitric oxide being used uh, and arginine being used for growth hormone and stuff overnight. So it might actually deplete it quickly if you're not taking citrulline or if you're not taking it first thing in the morning. So timing is another issue with taking supplements. Citrulline kind of eliminates some of those issues in terms of nitric oxide that you would have with arginine being depleted overnight especially if you take your supplements in the morning and it takes a while for them to get in you could be pretty depleted by the time they kick in it might be a couple hours later here's a question that just comes in it says 
Jeff asked Neil this question. I do use Viagra once in a while. Uh, I was wondering if I'm using Viagra once in a while, is it still okay to use a nitric oxide precursor? I do put beet crystals in my uh, smoothie every single morning, but I've been thinking about using this. Is there a problem with that versus using Viagra once in a while? Hmm, good question. Yeah, um, I wouldn't think there's a big issue, but Viagra is going to, again, have a, sh a sh relatively short uh, period of activity in the body compared to citrulline. So you might not want to combine it with arginine that has a very fast effect and breakdown, but with citrulline you're sustaining it. So you're not getting as dramatic an effect. Citrulline actually helps you regulate arginine levels which is interesting so yeah I, I don't think citrulline would have a big impact on that you're already doing the beetroot which uh you know has a, again uh, a way to increase nitric oxide slowly because it uh really it takes about two weeks to get an effect from eating uh, beetroots or drinking beet juice on terms of exercise performance and it takes two to three hours before exercise for beetroot. So it takes a little longer for the food sources uh, to work versus uh, the medication. Hmm, okay. You know, I, I, I think that sometimes we, we, we're learning more things about these kind of things. Questions are coming in like crazy. They're just saying, you know, is this for everyone? And I said, a lady now, she says, I'm 71. I walk all the time. And two of my friends are using nitric oxide products to help them breathe better and have better circulation down their legs. Is this true? Uh, well, it, it does help to maintain a healthy, normal blood pressure and blood flow. Mm -hmm. And increased oxygenation of uh, various area, various muscles in the body, including, uh, you know, it, it would include leg muscles. It would include uh, the heart itself, which is a muscle. So, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with uh, taking something that helps the arteries maintain their flexibility and allows them to disperse that pump of blood that it goes into there every second or so uh, by being able to expand and dilate and, and basically pulse. Uh, you know, I mean, I like to visualize uh, like a snake that ate a, an animal and you can see the animal in the, in the you know, the shape of it, in, in the snake that's fatter in that place. Uh, your, your blood vessels kind of have to open up and, and let, let that pump of that pump of blood through every time the heart beats. It's got to expand and then go back, expand and go back. There's a lot of stress on that area. And that brings to mind another issue. Nitric oxide is an oxidant. You need to control the effects of it with antioxidants. So you need to have substances that are free radical fighters and also antioxidants. To control that, uh, vitamin C, vitamin E uh, would be the classic things to take. Uh, pycnogenol, which has a role in nitric oxide, also is a free radical fighter to control oxidative reactions in the body. And 
you know, there's lots of things that are sold in that general antioxidant category. Uh, polyphenols and uh, bioflavonoids, you know, there's tons of things like that you can find at the health food store uh, that are, are very healthy, and I take a ton of them every day myself, grapeseed extract, etc. cetera. Uh, they're typically not labeled as antioxidants unless they're vitamins or minerals because of FDA regulations that are a little misguided, in my opinion, because we know that uh, alpha-lipoic acid is the universal antioxidant if you read studies, but you can't call it that on the label. So there's some onerous and, and uh, perhaps uh, some of these regulations are not serving the public well because they're over-restricting the use of terms that are pretty ubiquitous in the medical literature. Good question. This came in and she said, if I've been using this for a while and I stop using it, how does it affect me? Do I revert back to kind of where I was before or did it actually make some changes that I'll notice down the road? Ooh, good question. That is a good question. Um, well, you're obviously not going to be able to maintain your nitric oxide levels if you cut off the supply of the precursors, uh, notably arginine, citrulline, which converts to arginine and maintains arginine levels, uh, the beetroot, which contains uh, different ni uh, nitrates that convert into nitric oxide, uh, you know, those kind of things. But uh, you, have, you have allowed the blood vessels to maintain their proper structures and functions. You have supplied more oxygen to the muscles, the, the pancreas for insulin production, you know, everything in the body for a while. So your baseline health might be greater than if you hadn't taken it. Your ability to resist these stresses might have been enhanced. But, of course, uh, your production of nitric oxide is also likely to go down uh, from here to the future. Hmm. One quick question that just came in. I want to make sure that we touch on this. Does men or women respond differently to this nitric oxide precursor? And is either group getting more benefit? Hmm. Well, a lot of the studies are on men, but uh, it's the same mechanism in men and women. Uh, obviously, the musculature structures and amounts on men and women are different. Uh, a lot of times the physical stresses that men and women experience through their, you know, mostly based on their lifestyle, you know, it's, it's not universal, uh, are going to be different in general. Uh, but that doesn't mean that, a, a, you know, someone who's uh, a woman who's trying to start exercising and do things and is short of breath, is, you know, doesn't have a lot of stamina, uh, there's no reason to think they wouldn't benefit from taking stuff to help their nitric oxide levels. Uh, one, one of the tests they do, by the way, at Florida State University, they're doing stress tests. So they do things uh, such as plunging their arms in ice-cold water, which shocks the body and makes the blood pressure go up. And they test which substances do that 
uh, to a lesser or greater degree. Does arginine protect against that stress-induced sun spike in blood pressure more than citrulline? It turns out citrulline works better. Uh, when, when I'm doing research into this stuff, uh, a while ago I ran across a similar study in Japan. But the way they tested, they had people who were afraid of heights and open spaces cross the longest foot suspension bridge in the country. And they measured their blood pressure at the beginning, middle, and end of crossing this long footbridge over this giant chasm and uh, measured their stress that way. In the U.S., they take a volunteer and plunge their arm in ice water. So, you know, different techniques, you know, uh, almost like a Japanese game show where they're trying to freak people out more in Japan. And uh, U.S., it's, it's a little more do it in a lab. Hmm. How do you feel about, I know I did mention this already, but somebody else just add, added it, is weight or age a deal breaker for using nitric oxide precursors? They are both reasons that people need more nitric oxide precursors and more nitric oxide and would tend to benefit more from taking nitric oxide with, of course, the caution if they're on medications that might interact. Does, is it because it enhances the medication and makes the medication work better? Well, if you're taking something that is actually produces or provides uh, nitric oxide, then you know if the medication does that, and you're taking a, a supplement in high amounts. Mm -hmm. You know, let's mm -hmm. say you start taking three or five grams of arginine or citrulline or something else, uh, that indicates uh, that you might have double action on nitric oxide, you might get too much. Now, the, the problem with too much is it's oxidative. It could cause oxidative damage. And, you know, you want things to be within the normal biological, uh, nor, you know, the, the way it's supposed to work. And not, you know, the drug's going to force it. The nutrient isn't. So if you're taking two things to do it and one is very forceful, then you're likely to have a, a larger combined effect than what was intended, and that, that's usually not good. You know that, uh, that that's considered a drug nutrient interaction, and there there's some risks involved with those. Hmm. Okay. Um, one more question, and then we'll get to your thought for the day. Are these best taken with food or without food? And if I am using with medications and my doctor's aware of it, should I start on lower dosages, which is what I'm taking from the information you're saying today? And should I take it at a different time of the day than my medication? Hmm. Uh, our, yeah, the amino acids are normally taken between meals because uh, you're trying to get an effect from them that is different from taking protein. They, they are contained in, in, in protein, or you can make them from dietary protein. But taking them in isolation tends to enhance their effects, and they're not drowned out by the other amino acids, pushing these things into other pathways. You know, maybe they're making muscle instead of nitric oxide or, or a hormone instead of nitric oxide. 
You know, these, these things have other uses in the body. So taking them in isolation, you tend to uh, enhance a, a specific effect from an amino acid. Uh, on beetroot, you know, you, obviously you can take that with food. It is a food. And, uh, you know, pycnogenol, again, is uh, something I, I take it with meals. I don't think it matters that much with or without meals. It's, it's water-soluble. It's not fat-soluble. Uh, all, all these things tend to be water-soluble, by the way, that we're talking about. So technically they could all be taken between meals. They don't need to be taken with meals. Okay. How about your thought for the day? could be on this topic or anything. Well, people, you know, obviously they want to control their uh, blood pressure, especially under stress. And... You know, there are some ways to do that using nutrients. Nutrients are the body's mechanism for controlling stress. But there's other mechanisms as well. So look into calming yourself, breathing, you know, doing the other things. And don't rely on nutrition to be a magic bullet. Lifestyle is important also. Yeah, I think you're right with that. Well, thank you for the clarity, Neil. It, it's, it's always a pleasure because... You know, you make it easy to understand, you know, and people can walk away with information, the tools they need. Because, you know, today we, we kind of run with the first piece of information we get. But once we learn a little bit more, then we can make the decision on whether or not it's something we should look into or whether we're not even a candidate. Because we have a tendency to jump too quickly. So thank you for that. Always a pleasure. Stay healthy, my friend. You, you as well. And have a good conference. I hope you get to see a lot of people I know, too. If you okay. do, tell him I said hi. <laughs> Be well, my friend. My guest today, Neil Levin, representing Now Foods, always a pleasure. He brings such good information, and it just makes it understandable. And we live in a very confusing world. I mean, there's so much confusion out there today. And, you know, for the most part, most people are, you know, we get too confused and we just walk away from things. So work on the clarity. Tune into the show every week. I bring you the best people that you could possibly ever listen to. And we talk about the topics that are the most relevant and the most important. So already from there, you have a handful of information. And then I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Stay Healthy is Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Valley. Not only just being here for so long, but learning and growing and educating us. And because they basically are a fully packed, full service store, they carry the good stuff in every single category. But they take it to the next level. They pride themselves on being an information-based store, which means that you are allowed to work with them, have dialogues, conversations, get those crazy questions answered. And when you picked up so much misinformation that your head is spinning, they're going to give you clarity. Because that allows us and you and everybody to be able to make better, wiser, healthier, more decisive decisions. And that's so important. Because, you know, today we're really trying to get better at what we do. The problem is there's just so much information at our fingertips. We come from a time when there was no information to a time today when there's way too much information. And then once you get the information you were looking for, then you have to find out whether it's true to form or whether it's honest information or whether it's just confusing information. And then that just takes another whole level of confusion on our part. So being able to tune into the show, listen to the best in the industry, Go to Stay Healthy, talk with the best you could possibly talk with, get the clarity you need, pick from products that are the best of the best in the industry, all here in Las Vegas. 
I mean, my goodness, that's why they've been so successful. You know, people move away from Las Vegas and they continue to work with Stay Healthy. They call them up, they get their questions answered, they order, they get their mail orders delivered to them because they know that clarity and conversation and trust and being able to work with people who they respect and they've gotten to know who know them is priceless because you don't find that everywhere. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center. You'll find them on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston right next to Smith's. For mail order services or, you know, those days. We all have those days where we have so much on our plate, but you know we ran out of our supplements yesterday and we don't want to keep going. We're finally getting successful uh, benefits. We don't want to run out, but then again, we're swamped. Well, give them a call, 877-2494, 877-2494. They can mail order it to you. They have services available. Or they can just do all the shopping, get it in a bag and have it ready so you can swoop in, pick it up, and be on your way in no time, you know, just quick. Sometimes we need to do that. I mean, we'd much rather go there and spend some time and, you know, enjoy the company and get questions answered. But sometimes we just can't but they want to work with you in that way too, 877-2494. The address, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center, northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, closed on Sunday. Don't forget about their newly revamped webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Uh, they want to partner up with you. How do you do that? <laughs> Easy. Enter your email address. That way you'll start getting alerts to specials and promotions and coupons that you can print right at your computer and use on your next visit and as soon as today. That's good stuff. Plus good information, uh, all that good stuff. And at their webpage, you can also re-listen or listen for the first time to something you missed or send somebody to hear a show that you heard that you think they would benefit from. Um, and they're on demand uh, at your time schedule convenience. StayHealthyLasVegas.com, StayHealthyLasVegas.com. Don't forget to fill out the drawing slip for the Basket of the Month giveaway. They do every month in the store. Sometimes they do two uh, from their favorite companies, and they value it $150 and up, much up from there. So definitely check it out. Don't forget to check out all the Now Foods products. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health and well-being. With the best guests in the industry, helping us all to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are available at stayhealthylasvegas.com. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. The store hours, Monday through Saturday from 9 to 6 p.m., closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy provides exceptional service and outstanding knowledge every day. I hope to talk with all of you soon. Stay healthy.